Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Oh, <laughs> shit. Cuffs! Cuffs. Oh, is a cop with a tood. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Rhyme. <laughs> and we just watched Cuffs. Cuffs. Who needs it's experience when you've got attitude? Yep. The patrol special is a private security force. An elite group of seasoned crime fighters. Alright, alright! Everyone a professional. Except this one. Howdy. See, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the teen police movie you didn't know you needed. Yeah, and ultimately, I don't think you did need. Uh, we will right. discuss that. <laughs> we will. Uh, first, we have to thank our producer, mm-hmm. uh, Vincent. Thank you, Vincent. Yes. For uh, giving us the 1992 movie Cuffs. I had not seen this. No. Uh, I remember when it came out, but I did not see it. Y- yeah, and I knew the, the, like, the poster. It's, you know, it's yeah. called Cuffs. It's Cuffs. And then- it's Christian Slater. He's smiling. He's doing his Christian Slater smile that only uses the left side of his face. Yep. Uh, holding a gun up and being like, the- hey, I'm Cuffs. And we're like, yeah. yeah, you sure are. From the writer-director of Mr. Brooks. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Cuffs. Uh it's his name, and he's a cop. Get uh-huh. it? Well, he's sort of a cop. It's this movie was written. This movie was written because. Do you get the, it, Tom? I, I, Dave, I get it. It's brilliant okay. wordplay, but it, it's clear this, this movie was written because the writer stumbled upon this weird, uh, archaic bylaw in in San Francisco where it's like cities can essentially, uh, like, city districts are privately owned, so like it, it, they're the the people who own the districts can just kind of be can kind of police them. It's weird. Yes, they have to explain it they in the do movie because it's not common. With opening titles that are painted on the side of a building. It's the Yeah. F- this movie is out of its mind. You ever make a potion or no, you ever as a kid try to make food and you're and you're a child, so you're not very smart and you're like I'm going to put everything I like into this. Yeah. And then what comes out is terrible. Yeah, it's it's a brownie uh, with like potato chips and pizza and ice cream and cereal and yeah. soda, um, sand, probably some sand. You probably shove a Ninja Turtle in there because I like Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe so, a cool jacket and the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Just cram <laughs> that in there. Yeah, cram that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's cuffs. That's cuffs. The, the, the premise of that anybody can uh, like buy a precinct is like oh that's interesting uh but that's not really what this is about this is just it's a, it's every a movie they could ex- think of yeah it's a backdoor way of explaining how a 21 year old uh, kid can be a cop yes um, can, can have can have a beverly hills cop drama uh, occur it's all that weird complicated uh, uh legalese uh, is just 
the backdrop to get get us into the movie, basically. Yes, and that movie being Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even the, rip off the music. It's the same composer. I looked. Okay, so yeah. it's just this. It's it is it is literally the Beverly Hills Cop theme with a couple of notes changed, but it's the same yeah. rhythm. It's the same progression almost. It's wild. Yeah, I pitched this to you, Tom, when I had I had watched it before you. Is Beverly Hills Cop meets Ferris Bueller, which isn't quite it, but those are the two ones where I'm like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. like. Because he also talks to the camera, but not much. <laughs> Nothing. They don't commit a, to anything. A whole lot in the first half. And then in the middle, yep. it becomes a, a police uh, action, com- uh, a, a buddy cop action movie. And then uh, towards the end, he starts talking to the camera again. Uh, and there's also like some weird like Robert Altman shit in it. Like there's randomly these weirdly, uh, uh, um, not surreal, um impressionistic shots yes like when his brother gets shot when his brother gets killed like, the ambulance, ambulance shot. when he yeah. kills the the main bad guy he like vanishes into the into the horizon yeah um th- there's like a couple of weird like like filmmaker shots thrown into the mix of this wild ass movie it's just again everything everything third, is in this in the, movie in the third act he teams up with a dog that we've never yep. met before yep. he just <laughs> he just picks up a hooch for the third act yeah. he's got a hooch yeah and, and it's and he's talking to the dog and it's like what the fuck is happening he, he, he this... has he has so he starts out like being the the burnout with his older brother who's the cop who is fucking tron it's bruce uh bruce Boxleitner. um he dies uh so then he inherits his police uh fiefdom uh and then he gets teamed up then it becomes like a buddy cop movie like an odd couple movie because he gets paired up with tony goldwin for the middle section and then he He sure does and then he trades in tony goldwin for a dog and then trades in the dog for tony goldwin again yes (laughs) For and the final like, shootout. For the love of God, pick a what film. What the hell is Just this pick movie? A film cup. I, I gotta say, I I always love old weird movies, but I couldn't help thinking about if I had seen this as an adult when it came out and how desperate this film comes off. Like, it feels like, again, they're like, please like us. Please like us. You it's want a so, dog? We'll give you a dog. It's such... Okay, I have to say this. This movie is so strange so unlike anything that i've watched that i kind of liked it (laughs) yeah i mean i get that i get that i just saw i couldn't stop seeing the desperation in it yeah it's 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 so many things movie but and it's so weird because it came out in 92 so like this wasn't even like this is almost 10 years after beverly hills cop and ferris bueller it's like this not this this wasn't this wasn't what was popular anymore no it's almost like a parody, but yeah. like it, it. So it begins with um uh uh Christian Slater uh dancing with Mila Jovovich in their underwear. Yes, uh, in a house, and that's uh, that's an extremely different scene. They're listening to a song. I don't know what the, the song is called. The future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. Yeah, I saw uh, the 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 line that I wrote down is I'm doing all right, getting good grades. Yeah, the future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. It's a very famous song. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but it, they play the song in it its entirety during the opening they credits, sure do. and it's just Christian Slater and Mila Jovovich dancing in their underwear. And I did the math. This movie oh. was filmed, and I texted you this last night. This movie was <laughs> filmed in 1991. 
which uh, Mila Jovovich was born in 1975, which means that she was <laughs> maybe 16, but probably 15 while they're that filming is, this movie. That is absolutely fucked up. And that is she is fucked. in her underwear. Well, she's his girlfriend. The, like, there's a there's a whole subplot about a, him for, about her being pregnant. She's yes, like, for the record, she's playing a college. She's playing kid, a college student, but, but she is matter. in fact a teenager. And Christian Slater is like twenty two, twenty three in this movie. That is horrifying. It's uh, it is irresponsible to cast her in this role. <laughs> I mean, she's yeah. she's fine. She's great, but it's like it's so fucking weird. To yeah. sit there watching this movie, being like, "Wait, is, she's sixteen, <laughs> and she's supposed right, to be playing his adult love interest." What the fuck were you thinking? When I saw this, I was I was confused. So I was like, "I feel like she wasn't acting yet," uh, and now I know why. Where it's like, I, mean, I was, sure, just, I was her do, big thing I was wasn't dazed doing, and confused a, a year after this, but yeah, I wasn't doing the math, but I was just like, "This feels." Wrong, it yeah. fe- fell off yeah. and that's why I had the same thought um, which is why I looked it up and then I was like wait <laughs> yeah so that's fucking out it's, of its mind it's fucking bananas that they did that so yeah and at this point I, d- I came into this not knowing what this was about and boy because then he turns to us and he's like hi my name's George Cuffs and I'm like oh god he's talking directly to the camera this is gonna be like a Ferris Bueller comedy and then it just like cuts to this hard cut to a scroll explaining private citizens owning the police and Mm -hmm. i was like wait but it's it's written beneath the title of the film and all of it is painted onto corrugated uh, a corrugated um yes uh, vinyl, not it's not corrugated. Uh, vinyl siding of a house. It's yes, fucking strange. It cuts to an entirely different film. Yeah, it does that uh, frequently. Yeah, and, and then it's and like there's like warning. a robber. Yeah, and then there's like a robber dressed like a RoboCop villain doing like dealing with the cops, and the cop shoots the guy dead, and it's just like Jesus fucking Christ, what? Where are we going with this? Did you happen to notice in that scene? It's 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 his older brother Bruce Boxleitner. Uh, it's these dudes coming in basically doing a protection racket on this hardware store and as they're escaping he comes in and shoots them and the two hardware store owners come out did you notice that one of the hardware store owners is uh ashley judd no yeah it's her first movie i I looked i looked that up too yeah i spotted her it's fucking ashley judd this movie's a nightmare this movie Uh, is wild yeah holy shit uh yeah and so now it's a completely different movie um we learn he he goes to visit his brother because his girlfriend's pregnant. He also tells the camera he's going to ditch her. And it was like, are we supposed to like this guy? He's like, he says something like, yeah, I can't start a family. So I'm going to break up with this girl that just told me she's pregnant. And it's like, okay, you do you, you scumbag. Yeah. Uh, it, it, in a tiny bit in his defense. Uh... I would, like I would movie, say in the film's defense, he's supposed to be a scumbag. Right, he's supposed to be... Supposed to, right. like, it's a redemption arc. The movie, Yeah, the movie is conveying that he's irresponsible. He doesn't... He, he's trying to hit his brother up for money so that he can go to Brazil to, to, to literally to look for gold, like hunt for treasure. Like, he, he's... <laughs> we're supposed to be conveyed that he's a fuck-up who does not want to take responsibility for anything. And yeah, the point of the right. story is that he is then forced to be responsible and he has to rise to the occasion. And he does... Right. He's rationalizing... But as he tells us, 
that he's going to break up with her, he does say it's because he's a piece of shit. Like, he's like, she yeah. shouldn't be connected. Like, I'm not going to do her any favors being in her life with this right. kid. I mean, he's rationalizing. He's rationalizing but yeah. 100%, but he's also, you know, he's not... He's not being like, I can't be tied down to this kid. I got big dreams. He's like, I can't be tied to this lady because I'm a piece of shit and I'm going to drag them both down. Right. So at least he's a little self-aware. Yeah. So then he brings his brother a turkey. And this was the, the next tonal switch, I thought, was he drops the turkey and it like bounces like a cartoon uh, and then bounces and gets run over by a truck. And that was another like red flag. Like I wrote that down because I was like, that seems like a different film. Uh it, that, like slacker comedy and then it's like slapstick uh mm-hmm. with looney tune sound effects which they uh bro- it's yeah well, extremely there's coming there's to play later yeah there's a, there's a yeah. very very broad scene where tony goldwin is drugged and he's just there's actual cartoon sound effects playing which again what the it, fuck? this movie is out of its head so He's talking to the camera, slacker comedy with like slapstick and then this cop drama. The cop brother is like, he's seconds away from shooting an old man running from a bus. Right, like it's he's just really a guy on running edge. to the bus, grabbing at his, his transfer or his uh, wallet or something. And he's ready to blow this dude away. And it's like, I'm sorry, you're not even a police officer. Like you're just a, yeah. a dude who owns this district. So because of some fucking law from the 1800s, you get to declare that you're a policeman now. It's and you're about wild. to just shoot this dude in the fucking face because he's running to catch a bus. Yeah. Uh, and his brother, I forget, the brother is basically just like, I'm having a hard time. Uh, and uh, his, and I, re- I realized pretty quickly, like, oh, that he's going to die. Uh, and then he's like, off to go walk into this church real quick. And like, they're like hanging out on the street and he's got to pop in church, but whatever. Uh, and Cuffs makes a phone call, and then his brother is immediately assassinated in the church. Yep. Uh, uh, By a character actor, Leon Rippey. Yeah, I know that guy's you've, face. You've seen him in a lot of things. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he's he's been in a lot. Suddenly things get, they do the, yeah, blurry highway shot, like really serious all of a sudden. And this really, he, this really like dramatic shot of the ambulance, it's... yeah. He yeah, moans to his brother, like, help me, George, help me. Yeah, uh, it's like, fucked. It's like, what yeah. is this now? Is this like, like I said, yeah, there's like random, like Robert Altman, like uh, fucking Scorsese. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just it, 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 like Coppola, I think is what I actually texted you. But it's like it randomly slips into these like really uh, uh, like art house shots uh, right. uh, that are, that are you know, um, um, impressionistic. Uh, it's, it's very it's fucking this movie is this movie is bananas <laughs> yeah his brother ultimately dies and it and it's like i i'm sorry i like they have a whole like talking to his grave and like sad and it's like you were talking to the camera earlier you know you're in a movie i don't i don't care i don't care about your feelings like like pick a tone again when you're doing when you're breaking the fourth wall like that mm-hmm uh, I don't know. It's just like you're you're making things not matter as much, and it's like trying to be suddenly serious is absolutely wild. Um, he learns he runs into the guy before the cops really really fuck this up. There he runs into the guy before the lineup mm-hmm. and attacks him. Um, then the cops tell him like he identifies him, and the cops tell him like yeah he's probably gonna get away. Uh, which is like don't tell the witness that. Like, why would you do that? Uh, 
And well, they so, also they play it real fast and loose with that, where they're like, "Well, you didn't see him shoot him, and he's going to say he wasn't even in the church, and like right. it's, it's your word against his." And it's like, "Yeah, that's how witnesses work." Exactly. Like, it's really it's like, weird. That's, they they act like it's not prosecutable, and it's like we have a witness, the victim's that's the point brother, of a witness. who walked in and saw this guy holding a pistol, pointing it at his brother on the ground. He will it, he will testify in court that he saw this. That's, yeah, and they that's act the like that's point. not prosecutable. They're like, "Oh, we'll never win." I'm like, "That's pretty damning evidence." They do that all the time, where it's like, they do that when it's like, like a cop will witness it, and the the, the bad guy will be like, "You'll never prove it," and it's like, "I'm a cop." Yeah, like I'm the witness. I'm the proof, you asshole. Yeah. Like the, the witness is the proof. Yeah, but they yeah for some reason that's not enough, and they tell cuffs, and then cuffs proceeds to go on a rampage, basically. Uh, but like a wry rampage where he's smiling with the left side of his face at the camera as he's doing yeah. it. You remember the suicide he, victim? Yeah, we'll get who's to that. Who's not related to anything in the story. Not even though I thought they, he was an assassin. Yeah. And he's just nope. not. Nope. He's just some um, guy who was going to kill himself and decided to shoot cuffs in the fucking stomach while he did it. It's yep. my God, you guys. So this all this is all leading to what if a slacker inherited a police district? Yeah. Because apparently the brother left him the police district. And it's like, all right, I feel like even with this obscure law, I feel like this is not how this works. But sure. Uh, uh, and so now he's going to prove himself. He's like, I'm going to run this police district. He has to go to cop school. Uh, it, and then it's becoming Beverly Hills Cop, where the cops don't like him. But... He's running the place. Yep. Uh, he has to wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, he looks at his penis and says, at least I still have you, which I wrote that down because that was just a real like, huh. All right. Okay. Uh, he's a good shot for no reason. I mean, he, that's he... fine. Sometimes people are. I, like, I, I, yeah, I, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly didn't mind that because it's like, yeah, sometimes people are just are just have a knack for things. Yeah, it felt like they just really needed to, because there's no struggle with him. Like, that's the thing is it's like, uh-oh, Slacker going to be a cop. And he's not, he's never like wrong or like. Right, he immediately is kind of. He's just an action star. Right, he's already kind of savvy. Like, he kind of knows yeah. how to handle this, even though he's never had any responsibility. Certainly doesn't have any experience as a detective. Uh, he just kind of slides right in and is just great at his job. Yeah. Um, he, so he's like, I'm by, I bought two guns and now I would like this man's address and no cop is like, man, are you going to kill him? Like, I feel like you're going to go like kill starts, this guy. He starts stalking the man who killed his brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, he gets partnered up Beverly Hills cop theme. Um, and then like, yeah, there's all sorts of weird, like, remember the bleeping joke where he's like swearing at him and they bleeped it. Mm-hmm. And then he says, fuck you. Is it because it's PG-13? Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay, got it. They have a cop fight, which yeah, was they fun. they have a cop fight, then he learns that Tony Goldwyn's not a bad guy after all. Yeah, and like this part of the movie, I was like, here's the movie. We found the movie. And it's barely part right, of the it's movie. It's just like 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. It really seems like this is going to be the movie. It's like, oh, okay, he has to be partnered up with this guy because they don't trust him. And then this guy is bristly, but they're going to eventually get along and solve the case. And that is kind of what happens. But they kind of, like I said, they throw Tony Goldman out of the movie so that he can have a dog partner <laughs> for 10 or 15 right. minutes. <laughs> and they also add this whole subplot with Tony Goldwyn where he was at, or I, I, 
they don't they don't present it this way but this is what happened he was at the supermarket and he met a woman and they hit it off and they slept together and then he found out that it's the chief's wife yeah that's fucking wild Mm -hmm. so he's like in the doghouse essentially like no that's why he was partnered up with cuffs uh they've completely at this point dropped him talking to the camera Right, he doesn't do it um, again for a while. There's still like fourth wall stuff, like the bleeping joke, where Tony Goldwyn's yeah. yelling F-words at him and they keep bleeping it with like guitar noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then he drugs him mm-hmm. with a powder that turns you into a Looney Tunes character. Complete with sound effects. Uh, so that, yeah. then it becomes a broad slapstick comedy. What was happening? Because he was having like, they were doing like stomach, like diarrhea sounds. And he was like sleepy, and I was like, I don't know what he gave him. Well, he goes to he goes to the evidence guy, or no, he goes to narcotics. That's right, because it's also where he gets his dog partner. He goes and gets like a drug sniffing dog, but yeah. he goes to the narcotics guy first and tells him he's having trouble sleeping. So he asks the narcotics guy to slide him some evidence they confiscated, right, for like sleeping pills. So they're supposed to be sleeping pills, but and I guess like Ambien makes people do weird things sometimes. You can it's, have a strange reaction like, to it, but it's like fart heroin, right? Yeah. He, beca- because he, he becomes a, like, he becomes like dope sick Daffy Duck. Yeah, he like is on his feet and it hits, and he's like, yeah, he's like a cartoon character, like who got punched out. He's yeah. like wobbly, and he's making all these faces, and the, then there's there's this weird like fart butt sounds. Yeah, fart gurgles. And then he yeah, and then he gurgle. He has a uh, white. Uh, fuzz out of his mouth like he foams yeah and he, it's he like, starts foaming is he dead <laughs> right the movie treats it as a joke and i'm like he's ODing. <laughs> like you need to call yeah. the police yeah i mean uh, call 911 rather that's when uh that's when that's when, he, he, that's when the suicide comes in like yes he, he, and it's the only time that cuffs doesn't know what he's doing they do know to do that but they undercut it with what's about to happen so he goes up there and they're like you got to get this guy down and he's like well i don't i'm super not qualified like i'm not even a police officer and they're like well just get him down so he's like, all right so he tries to talk this guy down who's just hugging the side of the building and he tries to like you know uh talk he plays to- bad cop he plays bad cop um i think he tries to talk to him at first like not like bad cop right and then he goes well, no he's or is yeah it- he he says like come on man either do it or don't like you're you're holding up traffic. Yeah, you're holding up traffic if you're if you're gonna jump do it if not like just go go to the bridge and jump because you're fucking up traffic and like yeah. that works somehow and he's like yeah see i'm not so bad at this and then the guy we see that the guy pulls out this gun so then we're like oh he must be an assassin working for the yeah. bad guys because he's he's luring old cuffs out there so we can assassinate him and then he like ducks inside the window and just says fucking cop and shoots cuff and cuffs oh, in the side and i wrote then, it down he said okay. you cop he asks yeah and then he says die and then shoots him <laughs> and then just ju- leaps backward off the building and then we have a whole yes. It goes like high speed photography. So it's like, you know, the super slow motion where they show the bullets tearing through things at high speed photography. So you can see like every ripple of, of impact. They do that shot. It's one of the weird artistic shots. With they a do. real fucking bullet. With yeah, a real looks- bullet ripping through a couch that then hits him in the side. Yeah. Uh, goes uh, to the hospital for being shot in the stomach. He's fine in that night. He get- He leaves that morning. He's, it's it's like in the lower side, so it probably yeah. it probably blasted a hole through his kidney. Yes, he's fine. But he's and fine. he's fine for the rest of the movie. He's fine. He's fine. They have he's a scene. running around. He he's ducking. This, he's crawling. He's he's fine. There, there, there's 
there's a scene at the hospital with Mila Jovovich where they they kind of sort of start to make up. Um, yeah. And then, uh, like, it cuts to the next morning as he's driving around, and then he turns and starts talking to the camera again. He's like, "Yeah, that guy was just that guy was like a depressed writer, and he just uh, decided yes. to kill himself. I don't know." And that's it. He that's, said that's, he that's... was a writer, tried to kill himself twice before. And that's that, all. They it, move that's on. all we ever hear about that guy. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, what the fuck? What was that entire thing? What? Why did we do what that? What was that in the movie? Yeah, uh, you could take it with it, anything. Yeah. You could have taken it completely out. The gunshot doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, like he's it's healed just already. to get him to run into Mila Jovovich. Again. Yeah, we see him. We see him. Um, like the next day, like he's he's getting his apartment ready to have Mila Jovovich over for dinner when Leon Rippey comes to assassinate him, and he's just getting ready. He's cooking without his shirt on, and like it's already a scar. Like the gunshot yeah. is already a scar. I'm like, is he fucking Wolverine? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, they don't even because it's clearly like, not just, been that long, right? They, it, I, oh man, they not just only, don't give a fuck. Not only does the the guy who shot him not matter at all, but like the fact that he got shot doesn't matter at all. No, nope. they just it was like they needed to write a reason for him to run back into Mila Jovovich, and that's and the they reason they came up. Yeah, with. they yeah they couldn't just be like, oh, he goes to get coffee and she's there. You know how uh, when, like a suicide jumper will sometimes shoot people as they kill themselves? Like, no, yeah, I've never yeah. heard of that. Well, that's what's going to happen because we need him to meet Mila Jovovich. You sure there's not like an, an easier, less, uh, I don't know, ludicrous way for that to happen? Right. It doesn't even, because the cops still hate him. He, um, by the way, Kane, which is the character of the assassin, offers him a bribe. And it's another situation where it's like, you can just arrest him now. Right. That that like, right there is illegal. Yeah. He's broke he's broken point, into your house to offer you a bribe. Those are two crimes. Yeah, those are crimes. Put him in And you, you are know, a police cuffs. Yeah. Um we it should be noted and even he he should still arrest him, but we learn that uh Kane is working for some other guy. This guy who offered to buy the precinct he's clearly trying to the his the the racket is to make crime bad and then buy up the precinct i guess yeah he's, uh, he's driving the property value down so that he can buy the precinct up and then he's the yeah. one in charge so when he owns the precinct and he's in charge of policing he can just make it crimetopia right also art theft but it, whatever yeah there's an uh, art theft. It's, it's a headline he randomly reads uh, yeah. To his brother, he's like fifty million. With that kind of money, I could really get started. And I'm like, yeah, fucking anyone could really get started with fifty million dollars. Cuffs. What are you talking right. about? So the cops still don't like him. So he just continues to bully the cops. He kicks a cop in the balls, and then the guy obeys him for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and now he's just making them all. I stock did. Cane. I did enjoy that scene. Uh, the, well, at least. I, I did enjoy that scene because he walks in. He's like, okay, I've got a plan. So what we're going to do. And they're like, nah, we don't want to work for you anymore. We want, I think I yeah. should be in charge. And he's like, immediately, he's like, well, okay, well, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you can't fire me. They all want me. He's like, all right, I'll fight you for it. And he just kicks him in the nuts and punches him in the head. I enjoyed that yeah. scene. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I liked I liked the amount of times he assaults cops in this. Yeah. yeah. I do. That's one of the things I wanted to say. This movie is very anti-police. Like, yeah. <laughs> the police are fucking horrible in this movie. They're assholes. They're, they don't care about solving crime. They, but again, it's... it's Yeah. It's a little of both because Cuffs is on a rampage. Like, he the is. cops shouldn't have let Cuffs do any of this. No. He's clearly just trying to kill the man who killed his, yeah. his, his brother. And the cops... Uh, they're trying to do Beverly Hills Cop. They're trying to do... The cops are, like, by the book here. But they don't do a good job. 
Um, and so the cops are just awful uh, until, and we're getting to it, they all rally around him at the end when he does something. The thing, uh, okay, so the dinner. <laughs> yep. He's making dinner, and then Kane, the bad guy, shows up wearing a t-shirt with his own face on it. Uh, he did sure you notice did. Oh, that? I, I yeah. noticed that, Dave. He dressed, Kane, Leon Rippey, the character actor, is probably 40 in this movie. Yeah. He dresses like he's in Color Me Bad. Yeah, I love him. He's an incredible in character. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love everything I about him. Movie should have been called Kane. Yeah. And it sh- he should have been talking to the camera. Yeah, I, I wanted hear- to know everything about him. Yes. I want to so see I want to sh- see him make a turkey. Yeah. He shoots up Cuff's apartment and they have a shootout and then Cuff's murders him. Um Well, yeah. I mean, he's trying to kill him, so Oh no! I don't mean you that. Can't, in, like, yeah, like the guy. I'd have shot his yeah, ass it's too. Yeah, still murder. Yeah, it's murder. Yeah, 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 I'm, man, I'm not incorrect not murder. here. It's he murders him in self-defense. Sure, it's murder. That's yeah, a murder. It's a kind of murder. Yeah, I suppose. The so. point that I was getting at murder. Yeah, is that like then the cops love him, which is very funny to me. Um, that's the thing. Yeah. That after that, not the like. It's at not getting shot. Well, you could see the getting shot where they're like, you're one of us now, you know, you got shot. But no, it's shooting a man in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, man, you're a cop. You're a real cop after that. And it's like, huh. All right. Sure. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. Mila Jovovich comes over with her parents. The parents are completely unfazed uh, by like they, they, they do this thing where it's, you think he's going to have to hide the fact that the body is there because it's like, oh, what a what a you know oh i brought my parents and it's like oh no let's let's we should go out to eat and they want to see the apartment and they walk in and the dad just goes what is this is he dead and then the mom says what a lovely apartment you have here it's bonkers yeah and then he's like you should go in the other room and then the cops show up um it's 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 police captain roger pedactor yes uh and Uh, and his uh cuff's attorney or yeah, his banker, no, it's Cuff's banker. Looney Tunes character as well. Yeah, he opens the door and points a gun at them because he thinks they're the bad guys. He's like, freeze. And the guy goes, the guy makes like a, a raspberry. He goes like, yes, he goes, and falls over. And falls over. And I was like, what and the, then the fuck scene ends. was that? And then the yeah. scene ends, folks. Like, that's yeah. that. They cut. They cut to them outside yep. being like, boy, that was, sure was a weird thing that just happened. And I'm like, yes, yeah. it was. Nobody is acting like a human being. The banker, they say it's your banker, and we haven't met this character, and I guess it's the whole thing of he's, like, in debt or something. He um, inherited his brother's debt, basically, and, and uh, yeah. the, the, the com- basically the way it works is the community has to, like, pay you, I think? Uh, anyway, it's he's losing faith uh, f- uh, 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 from the community, so they're not going to, like, he's got, like, basically two more days on the job before they yes. basically oust him because they're not going to support him anymore but the banker character is like not a character we met and not really a pressure we saw much and then he says like he's like oh no the banker's here and the banker's like this guy's great he loves cuffs even though cuffs just pointed a gun at him and made him do a raspberry Mm -hmm. and then he mentions that cuff gave him 10 grand i guess yeah and then he says we have a saying never trust a bald barber and i don't know what that meant in the context of anything that was going on and I'm then he lets in, cuffs off the hook and leaves. I'm not entirely sure either. And it, and it, it's, it's a, like the cuffs and Roger Pedactor share a look that suggests that maybe we're not supposed to understand what the fuck that meant. Right. 
All I know is it's another one of those scenes, like the suicide guy, where it's like you could lift that completely out of the movie because this character shows up in one scene and says, there's no conflict here and leaves. And it was like, there was never a conflict I knew about either. Like it was like, oh, here's the banker. Mm-hmm. Oh no, the banker's here. Never mind, the banker's fine. Okay, bye. Yep. Well, I guess like, we don't need to worry right. about that anymore. Yeah, that thing we weren't worrying about anyway. Uh, and then the parents are like, fine. <laughs> Everybody's fine. Not this all. This all amounted to nothing. And just like the precinct loves him now because he shot a man in his apartment. And it's like, sure. Uh, and then, and then just as things are getting good, the main bad guy shows up and is like, I just found your old, uh, your old transcripts and you didn't graduate high school. So we're going to have you arrested for fraud. Uh, and Cuffs gets arrested for fraud. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then he, he just says to the people arresting him, Hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And they're like, all right. And then he just leaves. Yep. He takes a gun, a a dog and a gun and he leaves the police station. No one stops him. Nope. It is kind of, because he does, as he's, as he convinces the cop to let him go and he's walking up the stairs back inside the precinct to use the bathroom, he looks at us, he looks at the camera and says, huh, I just escaped. So the movie kind of does recognize how fucking weird that is. Yes. It's so, like this movie's... This movie is so many different things, and, and like you said earlier, it's it's often a parody, but it's also not. It's so... This movie right. is out of its fucking head, man. It's a parody of itself in real time, because you yeah. might as well have looked at the camera and went, man, what a badly written movie I'm in. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's just like, okay, sure. He gets a fucking dog, and then suddenly he's like driving around, and he's in a buddy cop uh thing with the dog Mm -hmm. uh he calls the other cop who's has his own thing he has to take the chief's car um he gets kidnapped by the bad guy who says kane was my best friend which was a very funny line to me yeah it's like wait what you guys were (laughs) hanging out yeah what were they doing what did you guys do yeah what were some of the activities you did together (laughs) he ties him to a goddamn bomb uh with the dog uh the other cop comes uh this is another moment where it's like i i guess i see what they were going for but it's so weird he finds him tied up the bomb has nine seconds left and they do a jump cut from him like taking they show the bomb ticking down to nine seconds he takes off his gag and he's like there's a bomb and then they just cut out cut to christian slater uh tony goldwyn the cop just all jumping out and it like escaping the explosion i'm like in nine seconds huh like all right he's cuffs man yeah uh and so now he's got the the dog and they just do a full-on shootout uh this is where i started blacking out he shoots an elevator with the bad guy in it he sure does yeah he shotguns that elevator to the earth that was pretty cool it was pretty sweet and then they have a shootout in the parking lot that's pretty sweet too he has to like scramble it reminded me a little bit of uh the town that scene in the town where uh, Jer- yeah. Jeremy Renner, I think, is trying to kill John Hamm, and it's just he's scrambling around a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the same thing, only the bad guy's doing uh, shooting at uh, Christian Slater's. He's scrambling around one of the columns in the parking lot, uh, parking garage. It's not bad. Uh, and then he blows bad. the dude away. Yeah, there was the weird part where like they have him, and then the church bell starts ringing, yeah, and, and they both the look to the look. Yeah, and it's like what the 
fuck? You guys know what a bell is, man. You wouldn't look away from the seven hoodlums you have at gunpoint. Yeah. Because I feel like one of them's going to shoot you, and that's what happens. They shoot old Tony Owen in the leg. Yeah. Uh, it's then, very uh, it's very the, the shootout in the end of uh, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, where it it's, it's, it's them doing action stuff in between having jokey moments with each other. It's, it's the same stuff. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then the movie ends. And then the movie and ends, I, like, I very was, abruptly. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the fuck did, did I just watch? What just washed over me? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's cuffs. This movie, like, again, I, I get looking, like, this movie's so baffling, and I, I get it. I get the charm of that. But I just, for some reason, my headspace was like, imagine going to a movie theater mm-hmm. and paying for a ticket and sitting down, and this is what they gave you. And I would just be so mad. <laughs> I'd just be like, what the fuck was that? Because um, it is, it's like, it's just trying so hard. It's trying so hard. And I don't know what it's trying to be. Um, like, it's, yeah, we, like we pointed out, it's almost a decade removed from Beverly Hills Cop and Ferris Bueller. So this wasn't even what was popular at the time. Yeah, it it's like it's like one of those like not another teen movies, but made like way too late. Yeah, but then also not a parody, like not identifiable as a parody either. It would be like doing a parody of The Matrix now. Yes, but not te- not letting people know it is, and at times seeing like uh, seeming like it's it's serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what else. Also, by the way, I just looked it up officially. Uh, yes, she was fifteen. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I, like saw, it, it, I saw this. I pulled up an old Chicago Tribune review. It was like, <laughs> I want to read you this. It's real ghoulish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 please. All right. 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 Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. This is great radio. Great radio. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll also note that Ashley Judd was originally offered a larger role. They don't say what, but she was asked to do nude scenes. Really? Said, no. Yeah. <laughs> in this movie that was PG-13. Yeah. I assume like, yeah, I assume it was the Mila Jovovich role and it was like, not, you don't see anything, but you have to be nude in the scene. Oh, you know what I, gotcha. I mean? Um, well, here's the line from the Chicago Tribune review of Cuffs, January 17th, 1992. At yeah. least while she's looking at Christian, we get to gaze upon Cuffs' girlfriend, Maya, parenthetical, Mila Jovovich, only 16, exclamation point. Jesus fucking Christ. That was a line in the a 90s an were official, insane. Yeah, an official Chicago Tribune review of the film Cuffs. Anybody who thinks about the good old days, uh I don't care what era you're thinking of, it was worse than now. Yeah. That Jesus fucking Christ. He's like it's like excited that she's 16. <laughs> of course. Like, He's like, "Oh, yeah. This is deeply fucked." <laughs> this is a deeply fucked movie. Yeah. This is a cursed film. This is a it, cursed it, it, film. <laughs> it's again, there's stuff to like in it. Um there's even stuff that I'm like, that's a good idea. Uh but it just it's like a sketch it's like a sketch that goes too long. Like it, it feels like it's like it was like it feels like someone was asked twenty people to write parts of a movie. Mm-hmm. And they just kept and thening the next scene, like it's yeah. like an improvised movie or something. Yeah, it's it it definitely has that feel. It's just it's so many different ideas, and also like even the the core idea of of some uh, slackover bum 
a slack over uh slacker <laughs> bum inheriting uh, uh a precinct with this uh, based on this uh bizarre outdated law that's not a bad idea that's that's potentially yeah. an interesting movie. Again, that's a different. That's like an action movie. You do an action movie where it's like less of a slack, more of like a gritty slacker, you know, mm-hmm. or something. Uh, but the Ferris Bueller stuff again is like you don't need that. Mm-hmm. You could take you could lift that right out of the movie. Like there's all these decent ideas. That said, a buddy cop comedy where they're talking to the camera, you could do that. Mm-hmm. But you have to stick to it. You stick to one of them. I want to note that Tony Goldwyn, uh, the this is right after Ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's directly after Ghost. Yeah, this <laughs> I, don't is, know, I don't know, I don't know what to make of that. This is what, this is still <laughs> the period where he's talked about this, where like he'd be in restaurants and people would just come up to him. And it's like I, I feel I, I don't like you, and I'm not sure why. Just like I was in Ghost. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. So people, they apparently the makers of cuffs uh, wanted to capitalize on that energy. Yeah, and they did, and cast him in a completely different role that does not require. The, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it works that. because like before, I realized that was Tony Goldwyn because it always takes me a second. Mm-hmm. Like with Tony Goldwyn, like I have to remember what his face looks like. My first thought was, I don't like that guy. Yeah, no, I guess, then, yeah, yeah, it works because you're not sure about him at first, and it's like, oh, I guess yeah, he's yeah. all right. Yeah. This I I don't know, man. This this, this is a cursed film. It's yeah. Like I, said, I don't know I, if people need to see it. I don't know what you get out of I it. I don't know. Like it's so. I like I said. I kind of. I think I like it. It's because it's such. It is unlike any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's so such a strange movie. Yeah. Uh, it it defies any sort of it defies easy categorization. It, it it's it's hard to explain it. <laughs> like it just feels extremely lazy. Uh, it, it like in the at the end of the day, it feels the stuff where like the scar disappears and stuff. Uh, he does the thing where he talks at you in the shower. Like it, they're pulling. And he's wearing parts. goggles in that yeah scene. i think yeah it's, i wouldn't say lazy i wouldn't call this movie lazy i i would call it unfocused well I, I guess why i would call it lazy is because they're clearly like yeah we'll do ferris bueller and then we'll do this and then we'll do like they're just they're just ripping off a lot of things mm-hmm. uh and they're just like copying and pasting all these pieces of other films that it never felt there wasn't like mm, there wasn't really anything that was like i've never seen that or like that's that's oh, okay that's its own thing it was just like it it felt like it this felt like it was made by a broken algorithm mm-hmm. that was like taking from other movies um by the way the writer who also directed this t- also was the writer of starman stand by me cutthroat island jungle to jungle so i don't know man and then yes writer director of mr brooks yeah it was another it was, film just that another, feels yeah, off. It's but, another, it was just uh, one more step on, uh, in the journey on on, on the way to uh, uh, Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks. Yeah, C- if cuffs this, gets uh, cuffs walked so that Mr. Mr. Brooks could run. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what to make of this. It is a fascinating film. Like it is, I get it. Again, it's it's. There's nothing else like this. But it's. I feel like that's for well. Sorry, there's a lot like this, but you know what I mean. There's nothing else. There's no movie experience I've had quite like this, where every second it appears to be a different film completely. 
Um, I just, uh, I don't think the result is good. <laughs> no, it's not a good movie. No. Um, I wasn't bored. Fuck, he was Tom <laughs> Nuttall in Deadwood. Huh? Leon Ripley. Yeah. Rippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck. That's where, I, that was the thing, because I kept being like, I know his fucking face. Yeah. He's oh. been in a lot, but yeah, he's definitely, he's in Deadwood. He's been in a lot, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Cuffs. It's cuffs it's not a boring movie i'll give it that <laughs> i mean you know the i got i got bored at the end that was all because i was like i it's an hour and 45 and it's like this should be an hour and 20 yeah uh like this i didn't need this there, much there are a cuffs. couple of like dancing montages that could be cut a little short yeah, yeah it's we just, don't need all of this we can trim was, some of this uh, down like, it's 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 one of those where it's not it didn't feel like it's trying to be funny it felt like it was trying to be fun Yes. You know, yeah, Where, it is and, definitely it's trying like, to be uh, fun, and it's not really yeah. fun. I don't know. It's I would not call. I would it not fun. call this movie fun. No. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a little. It's too mean spirit. It's too mean spirited to be fun. It is a little mean spirited, isn't it? I mean, the failed writer who killed himself or tried to kill himself three times and shot a cop. Oh, I think he what successfully kills himself at, during that scene. But yeah, right. That, that's fair. I also couldn't tell if he jumped or like the kick from the gun killed him i think it was both like i think he like jumped yeah. off he's like fuck you <laughs> you know but like he's doing a sick dive right that was it's so a weird, weird. Like, maybe cut that maybe cut that scene out cut that entire yeah. scene they literally it's mentioned the imdb goofs they literally forget about his scar two scenes later so he just doesn't they, they don't even try like later he's dancing in his brother's apartment because of course he is uh, and I guess for some shots, he just straight up doesn't have a scar. Mm-hmm. He's Wolverine. Yeah, this is from the era of just Christian Slater does incredibly weird movies. <laughs> like, when was this? Gleaming the Cube was 10 years earlier, right? That was... Oh, no, no, no. Gleaming the Cube was maybe three or four years earlier. Oh, yeah. It's 1989. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves era. was the year before. Jesus. Fucking uh, pump up the volume right around this time. Yeah, pump up the volume. That's a, that's a great film. Now that's a great film. That was 1990. Yeah, yeah, where he's playing a high school kid. <laughs> well, I mean, he was probably it's fine. 21 it or 22. Fine. Like that's yeah, like yeah, it's you know, that's usually what happens. It's just it's we talked about this. I feel like when we talked about Gleaming the Cube, Christian Slater is uh he was 50 when he was 20. Right. He has you know he what has I mean? old man face. Like he has he Jack has, Nicholson yeah. face. Yeah, he is exactly has Jack Nicholson face. So it's and then they like they write him often that way. Like he says like old man jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um it's weird. Again, I think it's I think it's the Ferris Bueller effect. Ferris when was Ferris Bueller? That's 89, 80, 80. 86, I want to say. Oh, wow, that's earlier than I thought. I think after Ferris Bueller there was this like they looked at Christian Slater and they're like you can talk like an adult. You can be like that. Like it's it's the same vibe. Which is like the Bugs Bunny-esque smart-ass teen that's like a little too smart for his own good. Uh, and then Cuffs, he's like 20-something. He's supposed to be still like in his... He's young. Mm-hmm. It's just... <sighs> yeah, I think he's supposed to be... They say he's 21, I think, in this film. And I think he's like 24 yeah. at the time. Right. That checks out. I mean, it's it's not... 16 year old Mila Jovovich playing his adult love 15, interest. 15, Tom. 15. Right, 15, right. Yeah. I feel like that's an important yeah, distinction. It is an important distinction, yeah. 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 Ugh. God, fuck. 
<sighs> oh, that's who he is. Sorry, uh, Kane is also Sonny Clemens in the Neutral Zone episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Sure. Where he plays a country singer uh, who is frozen, and then they find it doesn't matter. None of this matters. I'm, I, I got nothing else to say about cuffs. Yeah, I'm all set. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, watch cuffs. But like, all right, watch cuffs. But if you feel like shutting it off, just go ahead and shut it off. It's one of those. Like, you don't have to finish it. Yeah, you, know? you could, like, experience it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, big thanks to Vincent for uh, showing me cuffs. Thank you. Uh, this was through our Patreon. If you're interested, you can go to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there for $5 a month. You can listen to Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama. Those are all on there. Check it out. We also have a store. Uh, um, if you want to go over to GameFullyUnemployed.com, you can find the link to our Teespring store. We have uh, all kinds of t-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters. You can check that that out. We got cool original clothing. artwork and designs. Let us clothe you. Let us uh, envelop you with our sweet, sweet artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, we, yeah. we want to be all up on you. Mm-hmm. We, we, want, we, want, we want to dress you in us. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Please. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the end. Uh, we're all set. We're all set on cuffs. Roll credits. <laughs> Painted haphazardly on the side of a building. Mm, what the fuck? What is that? What is that?